Welcome back to Table Talk, the show about challenging your faith and answering the hard questions. Welcome back to Table Talk with Clay. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about becoming a prayer warrior. But before we do that, I think it's important that we talk about the things going on in the world right now. For those of you who haven't heard, there's a global pandemic happening right now called COVID-19. And if you haven't watched the news, it's pretty serious especially in the United States. Now the world's leader in confirmed coronavirus cases, the United States is dealing with some pretty serious side effects. And I think it's important that as a Christian podcast, we take time uh, and, and we encourage our listeners to pray. We have to pray about this, right? That's, that's one of the most powerful tools that God has given us to combat serious things like this is prayer. Communication with God. I don't want it to seem like the coronavirus is some disease that's being spread because we're all sinners. I don't want it to seem like that or that coronavirus is some holy punishment bestowed upon us for doing something wrong. That's not the case. But I I do think that it's important that we pray, that we pray for the people impacted, that we pray for our nation's leaders to ensure that they're making wise decisions, and that we pray for those who are who are actually patients, that they make a quick and speedy recovery from this disease. So with that being said, I also want to make a note that due to the circumstances surrounding tonight's episode, I won't have a guest. Uh, this, this will continue for the foreseeable future, but that's okay because I have a plan um, and, and we'll be all right. So tonight I will be on my own. Uh, and like I said, we're going to talk about becoming a prayer warrior. So, to start that discussion off, I think it's important that you ask yourself a few questions, right? What does prayer mean to you? And, and second to that, how do you pray? So, I really want listeners to take time and to think about it. If you need to pause the podcast, please do. What is prayer to you, and how do you pray? Do you have a routine that you follow when you pray? Do you pray once a day, twice a day? What, what does it mean to you? Communication with God? Communication through others to God? What, what does prayer mean to you? So tonight we're going to talk about seven types of prayer. And I'm going to include verses for most of these so that you guys can do your own research on your own time and see in um, Acts 6, 1 through 6, we see prayers of agreement. Type number Five would be warfare. Type number six is, is pray and watch. Type number seven, which is found in Philippians 4, 6, as well as Colossians 4, 2, is prayer of thanksgiving. So we're going to break down each one of these types, starting with supplication. Supplication is lifting up your personal needs, right? It, it's prayer for you. It's the prayer that I think a lot of us focus mostly on, which is why I'd like to dive into it first. And I don't want it to seem like praying for yourself is selfish or a bad thing. It's definitely not the case. But praying supplication is just praying, you know, God, I have this need. I'm dealing with this. Please help me. Uh, and, and following close behind that is intercession, which is lifting other people's needs up. Um, when, when you lift someone else's needs up, when you intercede for someone, you're praying for the needs that they have. You know, maybe health is their need. Maybe time commitment is their need. The list goes on. But intercession is praying for one's needs. 
going back to the one I mentioned first, which is communion, praying in communion. Um, I'm not sure how many of our listeners are familiar with communion or have experienced that before, but prayer in communion is all about praying and, and thanking God for what he's done, as well as especially a remembrance, right? I, I don't want to confuse it with prayers of thanksgiving, which is what we find in Philippians 4, 6 and Colossians 4, 2. It's not quite the same thing. It's a remembrance of the things God has done for us. And it's, it's often used, like I said, especially in communion, if you're familiar with that. Uh, warfare prayer. So, Warfare prayer is is all about putting on the armor of God, right? Later on in the series, we'll talk about what that means. But spiritual warfare is real, and it's always happening all around us, right? And warfare prayer is is your battle prayer, right? It's it's what you're equipping yourself with. It's you know, God help me in this battle. God help me fight and win this battle. God give me the strength to you know maybe beat this temptation or get over this problem that I'm having. Um, and that takes us into prayers of agreement. So corporate prayer is super powerful. I, I want to make sure that our listeners understand that, right? And in Acts 6, 1, 1 through 6, you'll see that. But prayers of agreement are just when people come together and they pray together. And, and those are powerful, right? When we're all praying for the same thing, for the same purpose, there's power in that. Uh, a pray and watch. So... I want you guys to visualize uh, a watchman on a wall, right, in a guard tower. You know, the watchman isn't going to see something every single night that he sits in the guard tower. If he is, then he's probably in a pretty bad town, and I wouldn't want to be him. <laughs> but uh, pray and watch is is more of an an overseer, right? I'm praying because, you know, maybe something hasn't necessarily happened in someone's life, but I'm, I'm praying and, and hoping and, and trusting in God that nothing will. Um, an example from my life, right, with this, this COVID virus happening, I, I think about the wedding that I'm, I'm having in May, right, and all of the people that have come along and, and helped pray for that, right? Yes, it's a prayer of agreement, but also they're praying and watching, no one's saying that the wedding's going to be canceled. We're we're not sure yet, but we're praying and watching and putting faith in God that, yes, the wedding will happen. It'll happen how we want it to. And if that's not the case, then so be it, and we'll adjust from there. Um, and then lastly, our prayer of thanksgiving, right? So the prayer of thanksgiving, um, as, as mentioned before, is thanking God for the things that he has done, right? God does amazing things in our lives all the time. And we should thank him for doing those things for us. So, if all these different types of prayers exist, um, what, what do they mean and why do they matter? Right, I get asked this a lot. Why, why are there different types of prayer? You know, I can just talk to God and I can get all my stuff out and I'll cover all of these different types of prayer at some point in my prayer life, I'm sure. So, why do I even need to care that there are different types? And I think that, you know, that's a pretty valid question, and the response to that is we have to recognize that there are different prayers for different situations, right? Every time I pray, I don't have to sit down and decide that I'm going to intercede for someone or that I'm going to supplicate or that this is a warfare prayer or anything like that. I don't, I don't have to do that, but it is important to recognize those so that we can ensure 
that our prayer life is empowered and that we can identify what we're dealing with and praying about, right? It's really easy to, to forget to intercede with someone when we're so busy in supplication for ourselves. It's, it's really easy to, to forget to thank God for the amazing things that he do, has done and, and does if we're busy, you know, praying about all the battles that we fight and we never thank him for the victories that we have. So it, it's important because we need to identify, you know, exactly what we're dealing with and also to kind of track, like, this is where my prayer life is at. These are the areas and the regions that I can improve on. Um, and that takes us into our next point. So how how do I pray, right? At the top of the show, I asked, how, how do you guys pray? So in order to pray, I, I think it's important that you make a battle plan, right? And, and in making a battle plan, I need you to understand that prayer starts with submission, right? You have to understand that God doesn't want a part of your heart or a part of your life or a part of the situation you're dealing with. He doesn't, he's not a God of portions. He's a God of whole, right? So he wants your whole heart. He wants to know the whole situation. He, he wants to move. And in order to move, he has to have all of you. So that leads us into step one, which is to prepare. I, I want to ask our listeners, right? Have you ever played a sport and gone into the sport? Let's take football, for example. Have you ever played a game of football and just had no game plan, right? Didn't come up with a play. You just kind of, you know, winged it. How did that go for you? Right? I think the same applies to making your battle plan. If you don't have one, it's not going to go well, right? You're going to get discouraged. You're going to get lost, you're not going to understand exactly what you're praying for. You're not going to know how you're praying. So you need to prepare your heart. It's It starts off with prayers as simple as, you know, Lord, forgive me. I want to be right with you, and I submit myself to you so that you can move. That's all it has to be. You know, you're, you're praying, you're submitting yourself, you're preparing for the prayer, and, and you're getting ready. And that leads us into step two, which is seek, Right? I don't want people to think of prayer as, you know, quote-unquote free blessings in a machine that you just crank every time you want them in your life, right? If we look at John 15, 7, I want you guys to do that research on your own. It, it talks about you have to abide in me, right? We, we have to remain in it. We have to be fixed by it. We have to be in it. That, that's what prayer is. It's It's not... I'm halving the prayer, you know, I'm just putting minimal effort in or I'm doing it every once in a while. It's something that you have to put conscious effort into. You have to remain in it and be fixed by it in order to abide in it. And if we desire what God desires, we're automatically syncing our actions with his demands. And I, I think it's hard to hard to say that he wouldn't bless us in that case, right? If if what we're doing, if our actions are showing the faith that backs them up, well, how on earth could God not move through those? And then step three is pray, right? You, you're prepared for prayer. You've made your battle plan. Now it's time to start actually practicing, right? You've already seeked God's will. You know what he has for your life, or maybe you just have an idea, or at least an idea of what to pray about, now you have to actually pray. You know, no one's graded anything overnight, and I don't want prayer to seem like something, you know, that, that you get judged for, whether you're traditional or not, 
whether you have an exact way that you like to pray or you don't, there's no formula for prayer. There, there isn't. There's no right way to do it and there's no wrong way to do it. As long as God is your focus and you're trying to communicate with him, you can't go wrong. You know, likewise, it, it takes time and discipline to develop a disciple, right? They say 30 days to make something a habit and you want to make prayer a habit. So it's going to take, guess what? Probably 30 days of doing it consistently before you make it into a habit, something that you know, you kind of do without thinking every single day. Um, so just an activity to encourage you guys, you listeners, to to really get into this. Try and take a notebook this month um, and, and label the pages 1 through 30. You know, you can do front, back, or whatever you'd like. And I want you to write down, right, I, I want you to ask yourself, how has the power of prayer both alone and in groups, impacted my life. Two, I want you to ask yourself, what does my battle plan look like in order to fight the enemy through prayer? And number three, I want you to ask yourself, how can I develop spiritual discipline? So over the next 30 days in that notebook, you're going to journal your prayers for 30 days. At the top of the page, you're going to write what you prayed about. And at the bottom of the page, once you know, God answers those prayers, you're going to write the results. And I don't want you to get discouraged. So if there's not answers to prayers, just know that God is constant and God hears you. And his answers aren't always what we want them to be. And they're not always yes, but he always has a perfect plan for us. Um, and, and if you're a more experienced prayer warrior, pray on behalf of those who are just starting out or learning, right? Pray for the other listeners who are who are learning their faith walk, who are learning to adapt to prayer and practicing prayer. And, and, and just pray that, you know, God would enlighten them and God would bring them, you know, some awesome results from this exercise. So I just want to thank you guys for understanding the difficult situations we're dealing with. Continue praying for the show, pray for the world, of course, and, and just pray for those that are dealing with COVID-19. Um, and, and, and stay safe and stay healthy out there. Thank you guys. See you next week. Thanks for listening. I hope that you feel encouraged and challenged by today's message. And as always, we can't wait to see you back here next week. (laughs) 